Hi, I'm Paul Patrick, and though I've flown into the airports in London, Madrid, Paris, and Frankfurt, I never left the airport, so I can't say that I've visited any of those countries. Hi, I'm Van Kelly, and when I used to play baseball, I was a switch hitter, which is pretty rare. What is happening, everyone, and welcome to our show, Every Day I'm Different, a podcast celebrating the ironies of our personalities. Each episode, me, Van Kelly, and my co-host, Paul, will give you guys an insight into our lives through some personal stories on a variety of topics. Paul, it has been a while, hasn't it? It's been a minute, yes. I feel like kids say. I feel like I haven't sat down and invented in a while, so I'm here to vent, man. I, I, I need that. Yes. I'm, this has been a long, long-ass week, and I'm exhausted, and I got a lot to say, so yeah. I'm not. I'm feeling good, doing a little bit of a cleanse, a body cleanse. Okay. Does that just mean you're not eating? No. It means I'm like, you know, doing the drinks and extra water and extra vitamins and, and stuff like I'm that. I'm hearing any food in there, so I think that my not eating <laughs> might have been the correct... Uh... I have had two Granny Smith apples today. Okay. All right. So okay. All right, that's, that's food any way you cut it. So what is, what's the purpose of the cleanse? This is not our topic, but I'm curious. Uh, just, I don't know. It hasn't been the healthiest couple. Of, like, uh, I've been sick recently. Okay. Is this, so, I mean, is this more of a, you want to lose a little weight or? No, no. It's okay. just, I uh, want to feel better. You know, it's, okay. you know, getting slogged down by the excessive eating and, and I couldn't work out while I was sick. So yeah. I haven't, and now I haven't gotten back into working out. Right. Which is very difficult. I know where you're coming from. I see a trainer every week, but if not for her, there's a couple of weeks I wouldn't have gotten to work out, and I need to get back into it. It's it's the easiest fucking thing in the world once you're – I just know. I can't even fathom going and working out as much as I was like during the summer right right now. It's it's not even fathomable. It's like – Make a living off of doing math equations, off of algebra. <laughs> just like, no, I don't have that skill in me right now. Yeah, yeah. And just in the springtime, I just have fewer responsibilities, so yeah. I got more time for myself. Yeah, and the days are longer. Yes, yeah, all that shit. So, anyway, I'm ready to go. Uh, I got a topic today that oh, I've already forget. I'm doing the short one. You're doing the long one, right? Go for it. Yeah. All right. So I've got a uh, short little topic here that I am. Very incensed about. Okay. Um, I incensed. That's very strong. It is. You're burning up over this. But yeah, I'm gonna picture the flames that I wish were at my back right it's now. It's not gonna seem like a big deal. Okay. And maybe you don't have any opinion on it at all. I'm gonna check out your footwear right now. <laughs> okay. We are talking about athletic shoes, okay. especially. Luxury ones. I'm not talking about like luxury Lamborghini level, you know, like the. I'm not talking about like $1,200 shoes. I'm talking okay. about like your average two to $400 athletic shoes that now, well, I have a lot of. Before I get onto it, okay. before I become even more aflame with, with ire, <laughs> you tell me where you stand with athletic shoes. Um, I have several pairs because I do uh, have more of a casual, like, hanging out shoe. And then I've got uh, 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 more of a running shoe for running and cardio. And then I have uh, a cross trainer shoe that I use for lifting. Um, but 
I did not spend more than a hundred bucks on any of those shoes. Maybe the running shoes were a little more than a hundred. I was a little annoyed how much they were, but uh, I, I see zero reason to spend more than 60, 70 bucks on a pair of shoes. Ooh, that's a lot for me. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I will go lower if I can, but I, I do want a good shoe. I want one that's going to last for a minute. Um, I'm not one to replace my shoes every six months or even every year necessarily. I'd rather, you know, it be of a sturdy quality. But I will say that I have some... Now, are you talking all shoes? Is that a blanket statement? Or are you talking just athletic shoes? All that? shoes. All shoes. I want, like, fuck, I uh, had a pair of Birkenstock shoes that I wore for work. To um, fish concerts. Exactly. Okay. Um, they were the most comfortable shoes I ever had in my life. And I probably wore them for about six or seven or eight years, maybe a little longer. <sighs> were they these were... shoes or sandals? No, they were shoes. They okay. were shoes. You wouldn't know they were Birkenstocks by looking at them. I had an earlier pair of Birkenstocks. What about by smelling them? Well, they, they were they were pretty bad by They the had end. been into some crunchy places that before. Is, oh, my God. Yes. Mm. But, uh, yeah. Now, about super luxury athletic shoes, I have a bit of a special uh, knowledge about this. I have friends in Chicago who they live in the Wicker Park neighborhood of Chicago, and they live across the street from... Now, was that where the Wicker Man was shot? Yes, with, uh, on location. Right. No. Okay. Um, they live across... Where have I heard that neighborhood name before, though? I know... It, there Wicker... was a movie called Wicker Park. Ah, uh, that's what it is. Josh... Right, right, right. Josh... Whatever. Dumel? Nah, he was the early 2000s. Hartnett. Josh, Josh Hartnett. There Nailed you go. Nailed it. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. They, they live across the street from a uh, an athletic shoe store, and they love tweeting out uh, or emailing out shots of new shoe release days because when there's a new shoe being released somewhere, um, there, there are lines out the door, down the block, around the corner, waiting to get these new shoes. And they're generally the like that special edition Lamborghini of shoe that you're talking about. Very famous episode of Entourage. Never seen it, but okay. <laughs> I have. Okay. Um, uh, there was an episode where, yeah, they were racing around town, around town trying to get these... Fukuyamas, I think, is what they were called. Uh, okay. Common section can correct me, but I believe <laughs> special, specially Asian design, like sports footwear. Okay. Okay. So you, I uh, know that some first people of all, go crazy would, for it. I would like say lining you and, up out, like it's like they're lining up for the new iPhone, like or whatever. But you know, first of all, let me take a step back. Are uh-huh. you claiming to have some special knowledge because your friends live across? The street from that's a stretch. All right, not that, not special knowledge, right, but yeah. like I know that it's a thing. If not for that, I would have no idea that people lined up for shoes because I'm that not same, in that world. I have a friend who is a expert on Zaxby's chicken because he lives across from one in Atlanta. All right, I am also an expert on Zaxby's chicken. Dude, I, not uh, that good. I tried it. Oh, not, yeah. it's it's here's the problem. They franchised obviously, right? Yeah. And now that they've gotten this far out, it's not great. Oh wait, you told me you went to like the original one. Well, the, like. Uh, I, I, I went to school down in Athens, Georgia, which is where it started, and then just around Atlanta area, uh-huh. like the, the 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 ones down there. You know, maybe they're shitty these days, yeah. but back in the day, they were they were pretty great. Do people from Athens call themselves Athenians? Uh, they do call it the classic city. But the idiots. That's <laughs> stupid. Um, all right, so I've got some specific questions here on on on. Tenet, right, hit me on up. What is your favorite shoes. chicken finger? Oh shit, no, shoes. Not right, Zach, we're not doing Zaxby's. Damn it! God, would love some fried chicken right uh, now. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, God, this is going to be an aside. Okay. Speaking of chicken, 
Chicken, honey on chicken is a pretty normal thing. Oh, right? yeah. Okay, delicious. Whenever yeah. I get chicken nuggets, always honey. Are you sure you don't want to talk about chicken? Anyway, go <laughs> ahead. Um, this, this Thanksgiving, tried honey on turkey. Disgusting. Really? Disgusting. Really? It was too sweet for the meat. So it was not a treat. I did that last one on purpose. But <laughs> see, but I like, feel like turkey—you're tr- supposed to like brine it with uh, salt, yes, but also like sugar too. Like I think you oh, want see. a little sweetness to your turkey. Yes, but yeah. no, this was too too sweet. much. So now, like granted, a honey mustard would be no no good. Well, I don't fuck with mustard in any case. Yeah. It's the devil's sauce. It's disgusting. Okay. But I think also the the honey I was using was like artisanal and super sweet. So maybe okay. that if you just got some normal clove honey, it might be all right. Okay. But I don't recommend it, listeners. So all right, curious. Back to anyway, do you call them athletic shoes, tennis shoes, sneakers? What do you call them? Uh, I usually say sneakers. I'd say tennis shoes for some reason. Yeah, I when I was a kid, I feel like it was always sneakers, wow. and I know I feel well, this we're is one upper of those white class red, white collar, real stuffy, waspy types. So, right. You know, the only tennis right. shoes we ever saw growing up were all on the tennis court. Right. Exactly. That's the thing. I don't wear tennis shoes because I'm not on a tennis right. court. But see, you know? I call them all tennis shoes except basketball shoes. The only indoor shoes. I have one pair of basketball shoes that I play basketball only in, uh-huh. and I have one pair of shoes that I wear like to walk my dog okay. and work out in, and that's it. Okay. Zero. Zippy other. Yeah. Besides that. I feel a little too frou-frou having all of these different types of shoes, mm-hmm. but they do, like, they, do, they do wonders for the different types of activities. Like the the cross trainer shoes, they're really wide and flat, and they do feel better, you know. But speaking of tennis shoes versus sneakers, real quick, I found a quick little map of who says what. And not to give away our location, but we are near the sneaker tennis shoe DMZ. Yeah. Um, Most of the entire country is tennis shoe. I'm kind of surprised that the entire West Coast is tennis shoe. Uh, sneaker is a northeast thing, and then a little tiny tip down in Florida where all the retirees take their sneakers, I guess. Nah, retirees are in northern Florida, aren't they? Are they? Yeah, I don't the, know. Uh, Latinos, Latinos are in the southern All right, part. well then. Yes. So. Uh, okay, so we got that out of the way. Now let me ask you this very important question. This is maybe okay. what I'm most heated about. Okay. How do you feel about the white-collar people transitioning and allowing a sneaker to be substituted for a dress shoe at the office, um, which is becoming a thing. It is, and it is. I'm wearing black sneakers right now, mostly okay, black. Okay, but we don't count as white-collar Well, I'm just saying, I, I was going to say that personally, even when I wear these sneakers on a uh, on a work day, mm-hmm. I feel weird. Like, people are like, no one's going to notice those shoes, but I do feel like these are not... A trailer person. Yes. yes. I feel trashy. Trashy. Very I feel trashy. trashy. I, I should be wearing black dress shoes or yeah. boots or, right. you know, you know, large sole shoes of some kind. When I step in a public wearing tennis shoes, if I'm not, like, walking my dog or doing a physical activity, I feel like it should be accompanied by, like, a I break for jugs t-shirt. <laughs> Oh, like, see now I won't say anytime I step into public. I used to. I used to uh, these Birkenstock shoes I was talking about. I did wear those twenty four. Wait, hold on. I missed that. I thought those were just like normal loafer, like casual shoes. Those are sneakers. Birkenstock makes sneakers. No, no. I'm just saying they were Birkenstock loafers, but I right. did wear them twenty four seven. I didn't wear sneakers. Well, right, yeah. But these days, now that I have you know so many to choose from, oh, I have so many shoes. It's really embarrassing. 
Um, but uh, I guess it's- I will. I do. I wear sneakers on the weekend pretty exclusively. Ugh. I mean. Ugh. Yeah, ah, I'm going to a movie. Person. Like, who the fuck cares? You know, if I'm going know, to a decent, man. a nice restaurant where I would, if I'm going someplace, I'd feel bad wearing a t-shirt. Then I won't wear sneakers. But see, that's that's my thing. Is by that mindset, you're looking at it like sneakers are or or dress shoes or boots or whatever we want to call them are only for classy events or like upscale events, which means every other occurrence out in public is okay for sneakers. I don't like that mindset. Well, I mean, I think it depends on what is it you're doing out in public that you don't think is like just going down to the coffee shop, getting brunch. You are in public. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, That's if I mean, tennis shoes are athletic shoes. They're made to be doing physical activity in. So if you're not doing physical activity, I think you should be wearing a shoe. And, you know, so you're saying even like walking shoes, walking athletic shoes yes, are no walking, good? Like, no, walking is a, an event if you're only out to walk. But, but I'm not out to walk, walk, but I am walking to get where I would need to go. Right. I understand that. <laughs> so the purpose of your leaving was yeah. to get to that place. Yeah. The end destination is what constitutes. I think we're going to differ on where, like our, our, our sneaker zone you know, my sneaker yeah. zone, I think, is a little bit wider than yours. It's not as wide as some. Mm. You know, uh, you you and I both know people at our work have been chided for their footwear. Yes. Do you, uh, so, well, that's like talking about sandals and stuff. Yeah. And that's just, yeah. you, you what should are you be doing? taken right. out back and shot. Right. Disgusting. Right. What about, so do you like rock only chinos and jeans with your, or are you going full trailer and like does sweatpants and, and, if you're walking to the coffee shop, you're gonna wear sweatpants. No, no. Okay. Actually, I don't own a pair of sweatpants. Now is that all? Although, funny because, side story, yes. I, I, I do Stitch Fix, where they send you clothes in the mail. Okay. And this last month, they sent me a pair of pants that had a drawstring elastic waist. Uh huh. But they were pants. You were supposed to wear them at like, like my girlfriend was like, "Oh, I'm sure you could wear those to work." I'm I like, think, no. I, I it's, what in the world? I think you signed up for like a millennial hipster <laughs> fucking website. Yeah. Girl. Yeah. I mean, I, I told them, I was like, this is a little too advanced for me. I, I need something that's either sweatpants or, uh, pants. I can't, I don't, it, it, they, yeah, they were very weird. So what was your question? No, I'm not going to rock sweatpants. Okay. I will put on a t-shirt and a hoodie just to go down to well, yeah, the but coffee I mean, shop. Yeah. T-shirts can be nice and hoodies yeah. can be nice. Yeah. But I don't see the problem with a t-shirt, hoodie, jeans, and sneakers. That's an outfit. That's an adult uh, outfit on the weekend. I disagree. Okay. I disagree. All right. But what about, I don't think you answered me. How do you feel about like lawyers and, 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 Accountants and shit getting to wear sneakers. I don't like it. No, it's weird. It should be not just like, weird, but those fuckers. They have all the money. Yeah. They're the ones who are allowed to like drink on the job. They get all the perks. <laughs> Fuck you. Be uncomfortable. Have one downside. And I'm thinking about doctors. I feel like a doctor in private practice in his office needs to be in lab coat, shirt and tie, and hard sole shoes. Absolutely. In now, the hospital, hospital doing his rounds, 
especially if he's in scrubs yes. or she, then sneakers. That's obviously. all about comfort there. Yeah. 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 You're on your feet, 18 hours shifts. Then absolutely. So yeah, it's part of the. It's more about uniform. Yeah. And although I I'm not going to lie, I would have a little more confidence in my doctor if they showed up in a nice Cuban heel boot, like a nice <laughs> high cut baby. Okay. And came to take my gallbladder out or something, you know? Yeah. Rather than showing up in some basic Asics or some shit. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what. That's right. Asics right now. What? You, that, that's what you Asics. got on? Yeah, they're, they're, they're uh, so comfortable. Basic ASIC. Yeah, you know. I thought you would have been a, uh, what's the N1 Newport? New Balance. New Balance. New Balance. No, guy. no, that's a little too white for me. I get, no, I don't know. Is it? Yeah. A little too Tennessee? That's really a Tennessee. <laughs> I say shit. too white, but my running shoes are like this fucking Swedish brand. I don't even know what, like Cloud One or something. Ikea? Ikea no, shoes? No, no, but they have little, no, they're not Swedish. They, uh, they're Swiss because they've got the Swiss Army like symbol on them. So. Oh, so they're Swiss, like yeah, the brand Swiss. Swiss. No, no, they're, it's a Swiss brand, but it's not, it's not a brand I'd ever heard of before. So. Yeah, Ricola. Yes. Okay. <laughs> there aren't a lot of Swiss brands, huh? If you try to think about it, like Swatch. Is it a Swatch shoe? Uh, no, it's not a Swatch shoe. It okay. doesn't have like comments on it or whatever. <laughs> it doesn't glow in the dark. <laughs> They're self-winding shoes. Yeah. I, I guess I shouldn't be that picky. I mean, you try to keep an open mind. Essentially, people are going to waste their income on things they don't need and collect shit, you know, I mean, I guess I don't really, I do drugs and have fun and stuff, but other people tend to collect things yeah. and buy stuff. Yeah. So shoes, if you have like 30 pairs of like different, you know, Jordan special releases and shit, I guess if I can't get, thing, go if for that's it. your thing, but at the end of the day, I just kind of feel like it's big shoe, big Nike, like <laughs> fucking with people. It's the same as those stupid, like color rush jerseys in the NFL and stuff like yeah. that. You are just making this shit up to cre- create like some elitist brand and have diversity. So these, so the sure. youth can express their personality through a fucking pink shoe that came out one time. It's I'm salty about it. I fucking hate them. I mean, I'm not the demographic for those shoes, and so yeah. I don't want to pass any kind of judgment. Although, just start talking about it, we're passing judgment on it, obviously. Yeah, but, but fuck uh, that. Yeah. I mean, what? We're not trying to outlaw them, Paul. We are allowed <laughs> to have opinions and we're allowed. We're allowed. Childish yeah. morons for buying these. Some of them are ugly. I'm just talking from a pure aesthetic. I've never even but, gone to look at. I know. I'm, oh my gosh! I texted my friends just now. Hey, can you send me the last pictures you took of the shoe release? Yeah, because I know sometimes they go and find a picture of the. Shoe if I was capable of talking so. and, and making jokes whilst typing, I would do that. But uh-huh. as you know, I'm very bad, which is why I make fun of you for doing it because I'm self-conscious that I can't do it. So, yeah, keep Googling there, Google boy. Okay. And find – type in like paintball or like splatter special release Nikes. I'm talking – they have like white shoes that just look like they were in a paintball fight in yeah. a Barney – birthday party themed paintball extravaganza. They are disgusting. Are you looking at them? Did you yeah, find you them? can get them on Etsy for 80 bucks. I look, think, look, I think those this are is the, ugly. No, I think this is a custom, like it's on Etsy. That's why it's only 80 bucks. If Nike but was no, selling it, it would be I like know for a fact they have stuff like that out okay. there. Who okay. would buy those? Oh my gosh. Oh man, Nike's got a release calendar for when all their shoes come out. Sweet. Oh man! Cool. I, see, I, I I am so outside the shoe fashion world that uh, man, these Me are too. these are wild. Yeah, uh, really yeah. good for a podcast audio. You guys should see this. <laughs> 
Google Shoes now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was my topic, Paul. Uh, anything in particular you want to say before we move on? Uh, I love the shoes I have. I own too many shoes, and uh, I don't understand. Oh, don't get me wrong. I love shoes. I'm yeah. a man who could decimate my bank account on shoes if I was yeah. less restrained. But I feel like you'd be going for like the fancy boot. Oh yes, yeah. I only wear one type of shoe. Really? I do, yeah, Chelsea Never boot. Okay. I refuse to tie boot or shoe strings. I hate it. A Chelsea boot? A Chelsea boot? A pull on? Okay. Yeah, I will have to check that out because oh. I have a pair of boots that uh, I hate. Fucking getting them on every time. Yeah, tying, right? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Go Chelsea. Go Chelsea all, all right. day, baby. All right. Yeah. I'll turn you on to some stuff. <laughs> uh, and any sponsors out there who got a nice Chelsea boot, uh, give us a holler at Every Day I'm Different. Uh, so what's your topic today, Paul? So shoes, you know, such a necessity of life. So yeah. is... Uh, death. Water. Death. Oh. Yeah, I thought we'd talk about death. Cool. thought we'd talk about death for a One of my yeah. favorite topics. Well, I feel like we need to talk about health at some point. Yes, um, and absolutely. So I didn't know if I should bring this up first, but it's not like death You're is dying. Really, no. Well, well you dying. are. We are. Act accordingly. Yes. Right. <laughs> but... Uh, no, it just death was on my mind maybe because I've been thinking about some pretty major life changes, getting married soon, um, and so thinking about, uh, well, that's it. Now you're dead. Yeah, um, and, definitely. Uh, yeah, so uh, what, what about when I say death, uh-huh. then what are the first things you consider? I always think about an article I read about how different cultures around the world experience and respect and intake the process of death differently. Okay. So I have tried to take on the mindset of some, and I do not want to misquote, but I want to say Mexico and Japan are two that, that jump out at me as making it a party and a celebration that you survived as long as you did and you should be happy about that and it's not a mournful event it's a celebration so I tend to look at death as a happy joyful thing Yeah, but then that makes whatever company I'm in uncomfortable and the situation uncomfortable and then when I'm uncomfortable I make inappropriate jokes and make the situation worse so a lot of people think I look at it flippantly Hmm. I don't look at it flippantly I look at it as a positive good thing it has to happen it's a circle of life bitch get over it But then, as I said, the that begets that begets that begets right. me making inappropriate jokes because. So is that how you deal with your uh, the uh, the reality of your own death? That oh, you, you think it will be my a- own death does not rank as anything important to me, Paul. Okay. I hold my own life non sacred at all. Yeah, uh, genital warts are living things too. <laughs> None of that matters to me. I'm more concerned about my parents' death. Yeah. And pretty much. No, that and my dogs. Yeah. Those three. Yes. I am a very worried about. Well, it's the people around you. Right. Exactly. And I no, guess that's why no, I was. No, no, no. Well, I'm not, not all the people. I meant just your parents and dog in this Yes, case. yes. Uh, but I mean case. the more general, the parents around, the people around you, listeners, you know. Yes. Whoever you might have. Because that's what I was thinking about um, at Thanksgiving just recently. Uh-huh. My mother uh, made a crack about um, if she makes it till next year. <laughs> and at, at their 
their age, um, that's, yeah. And with the health problems that uh, my family has always faced, sure, death is an imminent possibility for everybody, obviously. You know, anybody. No one knows when their time is coming. But I was thinking how... Though I will talk about my health in another episode, I know, but though I have lived with ill health my whole life, I think that in a way it has less prepared. Now me. You don't mean beastie boys like ill health. Right. Exactly. Right. right. Okay. <laughs> poorly. You have, I've lived poorly. Lived I've lived poorly. well, but poorly. Right. Just barely. As I, I'll, you I'll need say, to I've just describing it every time as that. <laughs> I, like I've at the end of Indiana poorly. Jones, you have chosen poorly. <laughs> well, oh. I've mentioned on this podcast I had gangrene one time. <laughs> oh, that's I, true. I've had a few uh, few narrow misses. Paul has lived poorly. But I, I, I think that it has less prepared me for death than you'd think. Not that anybody necessarily is prepared to, to handle their own or anybody else's death. But in terms of the people in my life... I have not lost either of my parents. Right. I have not lost aunts and uncles. Yes, I have lost all my grandparents at this point, but I actually never really knew my grandfathers. And, you know, my grandmothers were super old and I didn't know them very well. Just recently, this last year. Now, your grandfathers were secret spies yes. who kept their identity. Concealed. That's why I didn't That's know them. Didn't, I never okay. knew them. Yeah. Gotcha. They, okay. uh, right. <laughs> um, I, my godfather passed away this last year very suddenly. Um, but I also wasn't terribly close to him. And so, yeah, I am worried about what's going to happen when one of my immediate family members, mm. when my sister's dog, yeah. when one of my very close friends. I've had a friend in my friend group pass away, actually. Uh, died of breast cancer about six or seven years ago at this point. Um, but at the same time, Male I, I or don't female? Know. Female. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Not assuming. Swing. You're not yeah, assuming. I'm yeah, not assuming. But I, I, was, I was thinking when I was thinking about when my mother made the crack about death, how um, every time I've been, I've been very sick several times, but... I keep getting better. I I get a uh, I have surgery or medication or something that and in fact everybody complains about getting older at our age and all the things they can't do anymore or how their body is already beginning to fail. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, oh well, like uh, after this last procedure, I'm better than I've ever been. So I'm yeah, on this see, upswing. That's what I was gonna say. Is like you have a renewed. Uh, appreciation of life. Right. You are like the. I've been trying to craft this metaphor in my in my head, but uh, for you, all you you potheads out there, and by potheads I mean Harry Potter fans, obviously. Right. All you potheads out there in the Deathly Hollows, uh, you're like the brother who just got the Elder Wand. Like you are ready to go. That's right. Like you. Oh yeah, I, I can take everything on. I am the the brother at the end of having the Elder Cloak. Yeah. I am ready for the warm embrace of my buddy Death. I mean, I am I am over 40 at this point, but I'm stronger than I've ever been. And I realize that there will be a, a, a harsher decline when I, you know, hit. Like, if I have the same problems I've had 20 years from now and have the same treatment, it's not going to be as vast an improvement. Right. You know, I get that. But I also, I, I, I feel like I've got this... I'm invincible kind of mentality. And so I have that too. Only minds. I'm invincible. (laughs) Oh, everybody thinks they're invincible, especially when you're younger, you know, you know, you, you don't ever think, but it's like now that, 
other people in my age group, my, my close friends are voicing, you know, concern. And a lot of them have lost fathers and mothers. They're voicing concerns to you. Like, Paul, you're <laughs> on your way out. We can tell. No, th- but they, you know, oh man, uh, everything hurts when I get up in the morning. Well, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, everything hurt for the last 10 years when I got up, but now I feel great. Oh, so go, yeah. yeah. So it, it just, it feels like. Now are your friends getting fatter? Because that's like 90%. Yeah, of course. Of okay, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm just not, I'm not ready for the reality. Um, and so I, I'm curious. I'd like to think that I think about things. I reflect on, on, on ideas and I can handle issues that come at me. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious how I'm going to react when, when it really matters, when it's my mother or my father or... All right, so here's the thing uh, to go into detail. Mm-hmm. I feel like... Any sort of prolonged passing is going to be tough. Yeah. If it was quick, I think that would be all right. Right. I think what is going to be hell for me is the arrangement part. I hate dealing with people. I hate (laughs) setting up events. I hate hosting forced events that you uh, you have to do. I hate... Paperwork. I hate dealing with government. I okay. hate all that shit. So when one parent dies, my parents are old enough that I'll have to like help with right. the arrangements. Right. When the other parent dies, me and my sister will be in charge of right. that time period with the grieving plus just right. me having to do things that me personally I can't stand. Yeah. I am going to be a mess. That's it's going to be difficult even though I don't mind dealing with people as much. I mean, making arrangements, cleaning out the house. I mean, yeah. th- those there's going to be so much involved with that that I I don't even I don't even know, obviously. I don't know what all is involved in all of that and yeah. yet it's there and I just feel like I'm I feel like I might be ill-equipped emotionally to to handle it because of my relationship with my own mortality. But now what about once they're done and in the ground? I mean, I know I will move on. I yeah. see that they, you know, their parents have passed away. Right. And, yeah. You know, we, 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 we deal. We move on. I think I'm going to be exceptional at that. I am <laughs> so good at putting things. Like Rebounding, once putting I get, it behind you. Once I get back into my house and my town yeah. and away from where they're buried, yeah. boom. It'll be like, I need to call them in a month. And I'll put it off. Then a month will come and be like, ah, I can still put it off. Hey. Yeah. Wow. So that's, I think, yeah, once they get into the ground, I think it'll be fine. Now, the dog stuff. Yeah. Uh, you do not have a dog. Uh, my sister has a dog, that, okay. you know, so we're all pretty close to her. <laughs> okay. She's been a little sick recently. She's 11 years old, so getting to that point uh, where, oh, yeah, yeah, terrible. So yeah. I read some article recently or, like, saw some shaming online on Twitter or something where uh, people were getting chided for not going in with their ill dogs as they were put down or oh. their old dogs. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Because I could be talked into either way. Yeah, I think it's shitty if some people have been shaming that because I I could I would see it either way. Like I would see I have to be there with them to comfort them. They want the last right. thing to see to be right. there. Yeah. Right. But also I can imagine I can't deal with it. I can't handle I it. Can't. And I can't be there. Yeah. I may have mentioned one point on here that my girlfriend had a cat, a twenty three year old cat who just passed away. Yes. Um, and she actually had a very, very nice moment with her cat. Uh-huh. I don't know that she was in the room though when uh, her 
cat passed away, but she did say goodbye and right. uh, they kind of talked for a minute and they, it was a very, very nice moment. Um, but I know that must have been very tough for her. And I don't know if she was in the actual room. Uh, I don't even know if that was an option. I'd be, yeah. I'd have to, have to have to ask her. But yeah, it's super shitty anybody shaming somebody because yeah. I can totally sympathize. And I don't think I could pick up the body after it had died either. Like if it died naturally in your house and you came home, I don't oh, think I could do that. I, I have former students who walked into their house one day and found their mother Ugh. passed away. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. In uh, what position? <laughs> I was going to say, but then I decided not to. Because, okay. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. People could maybe piece things together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's but, just not, not, not how yeah. you want. Like, and I can't imagine that. Right. I cannot. That is horrific. Um, so, yeah. I don't, yeah. I mean, unless it is something absolutely absurd and, ooh, I just realized I walked into myself into a tough place. I could abandon. I'm going to power through. Okay. If it is something so absurd where it's like a family has been trying for 20 years and then they have a kid and the kid miraculously can, like gets cancer and dies in a week. I may find some humor in that just because of the absurdity. Jesus, that right. is not at all where I thought that was going. No, but it's just I was so on absurd. to the uh, finding the dead body. Yeah, no, 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 no. God no. damn. I'm talking about like it, it has to be pretty, pretty ridiculous of an absurd situation for me to find gallows humor in somebody losing somebody. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I know it's coming for me. It's going to suck and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But if we ever do, and I think we're going to have to, do an episode on suicide, I cannot okay. talk about suicide without giggling hysterically <laughs> like a little girl. It <laughs> so it'll be uplifting. and so uh, funny to me. Yeah. I don't know why. It just is. Like, well, I can I'm give you 13 so reasons why. Right. Yo. No. Oh, we might should end on that one, to be quite <laughs> honest. I mean, do you have anything else to say on uh, dead well, besides that hilarious The other thing singer? I was thinking is I always think about this when I think about death. Uh-huh. Do you have any interest in yourself? Do, do you have any um, any stake in yourself moving moving on, being remembered after your death? Like, do you feel like you do anything in this life so that you will be remembered? Oh, the only two thing, the only really the only one. I don't think I ever really have enough skill to ever direct a movie, but yeah. something I write. I want things I write to be discussed by hopefully classrooms. Uh, not hopefully message boards and reddits and stuff <laughs> and podcasts, but right. that would be cool too. I'm sure that's going to be like the future. So, but I would like uh, for something I write to live on and see, that's an idea that's been around forever, but more so like, I don't know, just my work. Uh, I was an English major and I don't know how much you know about the process of, of being an English major. I mean, you, uh, pretty intelligent guy, but like, when you do analytical papers and you really research and you get an author you have to focus on, mine yeah. was Tom Hardy. I got stuck with one because I was a stupid Thomas idiot. Hardy, Hardy, Thomas Hardy. Thomas yeah. Hardy. <laughs> the actor, Tom Hardy. His personal He was letters. my focus. When he's your focus, you fucking call him Tom. <laughs> no, right? I got you. I've known him as long sure. as I have. I wanted to make sure you weren't going over his notes yes. for Star Trek Nemesis. Tom, Tom of the Durbervilles is what I call him. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, 
uh, you focus on them and you have to learn all about their lives and you get up in their shit and you get up in their business. You're like, why did they write about this? Well, yeah. He was inappropriately touched, inappropriately touched by his aunt when he was feeding goats when he was eight years old and blah, that didn't really happen to Thomas. <laughs> Would have been very impressed. Yes, Thomas Hardy. I'd but actually no. want to read Tess of the Durbervilles yeah. if that were the case. <laughs> oh, the mayor of Castor Ridge, much, much stronger, but okay. that's, uh, that's what I would recommend. Okay. So, uh, although, uh, uh, Jude the Obscure, not bad, bad as well. Okay. You know, fresh. Right. I think that was his first one. Anyway, this now we're not turning this into the Thomas Hardy oh, podcast. Please, no. Uh, I would not want people dissecting my life like that. I would want just discussion of my work. I see. Okay. You know. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's an idea that's been around. Uh, the Roman poet Horace uh, says, "I have made a monument more lasting than bronze," and he's talking about his poetry. Yeah. And sure. then I, I often think about. Uh, do you know the story of Achilles before the Trojan War? He before was basically. It, I don't. He was given a choice that he could either um, stay home from the war and yeah. live a long and happy life, but after he was dead and his children were dead, then no one would remember him. Oh. Or he could go to the war and fight and die. He would absolutely die when he's there, but he'd be remembered forever. And so he chooses I, I want to be remembered forever. And so Wait, he chooses, so he had a prophecy he knew he was going to die yeah. when he went to, uh, yeah. what is that, the Aeneid? Yeah, the Iliad. The Iliad, yeah. yeah. Is the, where the main story of, yeah. Right. But um, I didn't know that. I didn't know he was destined to die. He then. was destined to die. And if, he still went? Okay, that's why he went. Because I want he to wanted, heal. Well, here's the, the postscript. In the Odyssey, okay. Odysseus goes to the land of the dead and he sees Achilles and he's like, hey, Hey, was that a good choice? And Achilles says, nope. That was really? a huge mistake. I would rather be a slave on earth than king of the dead. Being dead blows. And so it's a weird twisting of you always hear the first part of the story that yeah. Achilles wants to be remembered forever. So right, yeah. he, uh, he he chooses to die young, you know. And I mean, how many young deaths are certainly, we can talk about suicide, are glorified in this country. <laughs> die young, die beautiful. Um, oh, I've never heard that. Yeah. I like that. It's logical. Philosophically, yeah. that yeah, works out. exactly. Don't live long enough to disappoint people all that shit. You are making logically sound <laughs> points right now. But, uh, yeah, I... Always leave them wanting more. I I don't think... I, I don't care about being remembered after I'm dead because I won't be. Um, I, I don't... There's nothing that I'm going to do that... And I don't mean I'm, I might be remembered for a few years, you know, yeah. uh, the, another generation or two. Right, yeah, yeah. But once I'm gone, yeah. um, you know, I don't know who my great-grandfathers were. Uh, you know, there's, it's, there's, there's not a huge chance. Bloss, or what is that? French? Are you French frogs? Bloss, uh, you're Swiss? Swiss, German, and then there's a lot of, uh, a lot of English and a lot of Irish too. Yeah, you listen to so, a lot of Mozart. You got a lot of yeah. German art hanging in your Yes, in Paul your house. Patrick. Patrick is a very Irish name. Oh, so. right. <laughs> Patrick is an Irish name. That's a true story. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, any other thoughts on death, no, Paul? No, it's the death of this podcast. That's No, no. <laughs> we really got to figure out that bleep button, you know? Paul, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find us on social media? Well, check us out on Facebook. Uh, just search Every Day I'm Different. The book! That's right. And Twitter, EDID Podcast, at EDID Podcast. Check us out there. The tweets are going to be coming. You guys aren't going to know whether it's Paul or me. So you won't know if we're wearing pants or not. Yeah, you may get a, a sweatpants and a trailer trash uh, uh, sneaker tweet, or you may get a little classy tweet. You never yeah. know. Uh, any last thoughts? Any last words, Paul? No, we're out. We are out. Have a good one. Thanks, guys.